What's up, Internet? This is your boy, DJ Ben Amin, and we've got an awesome episode of Fan Bros headed up. But before we get to that, make sure you head over to fanbros.com. Check out all the great content there. Articles, reviews, podcasts. It's awesome. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, Internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. Special delivery. Yes, sir. That's right, Chico Leo. It's your boy, Ben Hameen, and we're here with a special delivery covering the mid-season finale of The Walking Dead. Da-da-da! Coda. Coda is the name of the last episode of this part one of season five, and it was a rough one. It, it was a rough one. Um, just, uh, you know, spoiler the, alert. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Let's, let's not jump the gun right quick. You know, okay. this is Fan we'll Bro ease, Show. We'll ease, we'll, ease, we'll ease everyone into it. Yes, yes. You know, take that how you will. This is Fan Bro Show, <laughs> the voice of the urban geek. And I'm Ben Amin. I'm here with Chico Leo. We're going to talk about Walking Dead. But first of all... Happy Thanksgiving, happy family day, happy however you want to celebrate the murder and genocide of a people. I hope everyone had a great weekend, spent time with your family, didn't spend money in the stores. Chico, how was your weekend and holiday? Well, I actually spent uh, the previous weekend with my family doing, uh, you know, Thanksgiving family day type stuff and on thursday i went uh and celebrated with some neighbors uh had a very uh very very excellent meal a good time was had by all um you know they had family up from dc we uh chopped it up ate some food drank some wine and i was really full oh all right sounds pretty good yeah what about you well, you know, I didn't go home to Houston because I've been there like twice in the last month. So I was like, oh, you know, I really can't, you know, right now. So I just chilled up in New York. I had uh, dinner with a friend, with my homie, with his family. It was really nice. You know, ate good, had some drinks, some other, you know, assorted flavors. Right. You know, and great, great weekend. Um, I got to see the Run the Jewels concert tonight. Which right. Was, so how uh, was that? Amazing. Wow. Reminded me how dope hip hop can be. Big shout outs to uh, DJ Trap Star. He is the DJ for the Run the Jewels, Killer Mike and LP. And he got me in, got to meet the homie for the first time in person. You know, just a great night all, overall. Thank you for that. Good looks. That's dope. Yeah, no, yeah. I was I was just sitting here, uh, you know, watching The Walking Dead while you were you were out uh, mingling with the with the beautiful people. Well, you know, somebody has to do it. Right. And then you know, I got home and I got to watch Coda. And all right, Chico, let's get into it. But before we get to the 
big moment. You know, there was a lot going on in this episode. Oh, like, oh, oh absolutely. I thought I had a really dope opening. And, man. Um, I They even, uh, I feel like, threw in some, like, synthesizer music from, you know, early 80s or <laughs> mid-80s. You know, there was, like, a Dawn of the Dead vibe, you know, in the opening uh, sequence. And it was just shot and cut really well. Like, they definitely, you know, started out in the middle of the action picking up from last week um rick tracked down the dude gave him a chance to give up and then you know went all you know i mean i don't want to say hannibal lecter but you know he ran the dude over and then executed him um <laughs> road and, warrior yeah yeah exactly uh road warrior is more like it um but Death yeah no, so this episode was, even what Death Race 2000. Even. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, that's one you should check out the original Death Race 2000 yes. if you can uh, if you can find it. Um, I believe that has a very early uh, Sylvester Stallone uh, role in it. Um, so yeah, the uh, the show the the episode was directed by Ernest Dickerson, who has directed a lot of episodes. He directed the the pilot, I believe. But uh, it was definitely really well shot, really well directed. I thought it was very well paced. I saw some people thought it was kind of slow till the end, but I thought it was a well paced, you know, sort of cat and mouse chess game, you know, episode. Um, and uh, I don't know. You want you you know that we we pick up with the uh, our our here. Well, who's left at the church was a Carl and Michonne. I think we got our first real Michonne action of the entire season. Yeah, it's definitely been a long time since she's cut somebody's head off with her right. katana. But yeah, um, the opening with Rick murdering Bob was so well done. Yeah. Then you had Father Gabriel doing his usual, like, what the fuck are you doing, just dog? Just dumbassery. Yeah, just like pure ignorance, like... Oh, like man, stopping and, and taking a break right near all these zombies and getting them all riled up so they come crashing through the glass door you know then he brings them all back and ruins the church sanctuary where there's you know a woman a boy and an infant you know taking refuge you know he yeah. he's a he's yeah he, he's a huge disappointment like especially from reading the comic father gabriel in the comic is I mean, he's pretty weak, but he's definitely not this weak. Right. Like, this is just suspect all around. All right. From then, then, you know, like we said, you had the bid moment of the episode. Or, I mean, the lead up to the bid moment episode is the team trying to rescue Beth. I really like the standoff or Rick approaching the cops yeah, with that the was, snipers. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was, I mean... You know, you're definitely talking uh, super cinematic. You know, they're in the city. They use the buildings really well. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about the shooting the show, but, I, you know, our characters did as well. Uh, but it just, it all looked really dope, you know. Um, so props to the, the whole team behind the camera. Yeah, most definitely. And just the standoff alone, you know, was well acted, well thought out. And then, you know, we move into the hospital. Rick, assorted crew, you know, are in the hospital. Oh, I mean, before we get to that, though, you know, not to keep holding back, as they say, you know, easing into it. Right. But, just you know, I, yeah. <sighs> but I do just want to talk about, you know, the, the return of Abraham. 
you know, saving the moment. Oh, you know, yeah. His last that, right, yeah, moment. absolutely. Rolling up in the fire truck at the right moment, running over the zombies. It was like, it was definitely an A-team moment. Yeah, most definitely. And saving the day. And then, you know, Maggie gets informed, oh, your sister's still alive. Right. You know? And I, I think a lot of criticism of that is totally valid, the fact that the show, all they needed to do, like, is just have, like, one or two scenes of her and Glenn where she's, like, crying or clearly sad about her sister having died. Yes. But I feel like this, you know, this is literally the first time she's been involved in a conversation regarding Beth. And that's a... You know, like they could have, they could have put that in somewhere. You know, that's, I mean, at some point, yeah. Like, I mean, come on, like for real. That's like, dropping the ball on on the part of the show. And yeah, that wasn't something I even really noticed. I guess because you know you're too worried about who's going to get eaten, who's to get killed. So it's like you don't think about it. But when it was brought up to me last week, I was like, oh wow, you right? Know, like she literally has never said anything about it, so. You know, and, and they've shown her, like, having these, like, happy, idyllic moments with Glenn. You know, where it's like, <laughs> yo, aren't you grieving for your sister? And, I mean, her father also got his head cut off, you know, pretty recently. Yeah, well, I think next season is going to be the season of Maggie grieving because, right. yeah. Right, exactly. It hasn't been too well for her right now. Um. So and... you, you know the, the not you know the, it seemed like everything was going to go off without a hitch. The uh, you know the trade was was it was you know was made. Um, Rick traded two of Dawn's people to Dawn, and in return, Carol and um, Beth were traded to to Rick and the group. Um, and then Dawn decides to sort of make her stand and say, "Well, then you've got to give us." Noah back. I, I didn't even really see where she had any kind of upper hand. So I, I didn't really see why Noah agreed to go other than to defuse a situation where people on both sides probably would have gotten killed. But I, I, I was pretty shocked that, that Dawn did that. Um, and then I was definitely pretty shocked well, with what well, happened yeah, next. What? But, but the, the, it, you, you, there was a sense of dread. There was a sense that something's got to happen. The other shoe is going to drop somewhere here. And the other shoe definitely, well, a hammer dropped as well as a, uh, a shoe dropped. Yeah, definitely. But it's one of those things where I'm just like, um, first, Dawn demanding Noah. Right. Like, like you said, came kind of out the blue. Okay, you know, Beth was my servant. Right. Noah was my servant. And it felt kind of weird. And it's like, but like you said, like, they could have easily just said, nah, fuck all that. You know, Noah could have been like, nah, bruh, you know. Right. I'm not, I'm not down with that. I'm going to roll with them. And, you know, what are y'all really going to do? Like, That's, that was my one thing. It felt like the police I, weren't that, like, equipped to make it where they had to listen to the demands at any point. No, I mean, I think they were both outnumbered and outgunned in the sense of there were more... Rick had more people and they had bigger guns. Yeah. In the, so. in a hallway? Like, who do you think is going to win? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe a couple of Rick's people would have gotten shot, but I, I didn't see how Dawn had any you know you know legitimacy in her you know what i mean like yo yeah. what what is she supposed to what is she gonna do she had no, no backup 
And then the big moment, you know, Noah decides, okay, I just don't want anybody to get shot, goes with him. Beth comes over, gives him a hug, you know, to say goodbye. She's got the knife stashed in her cast. I think, I think it was scissors. Yeah, some scissors. Right. And you think that she's going to go for the neck of Dawn. Right. But it wasn't very even clear right there whether or not she... Was she attacking her? Because it was kind of... I have well, to say... Well, she definitely stabbed her in the tip. Oh, okay. So there was a bit of a stabbing. Oh, no, no. Then, you could see because so she, she, she stabs Dawn... And then immediately Dawn draws her gun and, and shoots her, like, in reaction to being attacked. And um, when when she falls, we see the scissors sticking in Dawn's chest. Ah, okay. So, yeah, that's oh. the big, yeah, the big reveal is that Beth was brutally shot in the head at close blank, close, yeah, point blank range by Dawn. Yeah, and and it did feel very out of the blue, except for the fact that that this was the season finale, and you knew something was going to happen. I mean, for all I knew, the governor was going to walk out from behind the cops. <laughs> you know, like I knew something was going to happen. I just didn't know what. I thought this was a little random. You know, um, you know. I wouldn't say random because that's the way the you know show works, the comic works, everything works. What well, life works, you know, life is random, and especially in an apocalyptic situation, right. you know, it could be more random. But at the same time, I have to say it was kind of just like when I'm sitting there watching, it was like she gets shot, she falls over, and. I was like, for real? You know, it was one of them like, oh, okay, you know, uh, best dead. Like, I knew somebody was going to die, like you said, it was the season finale. But it was just so... No, I saw on Twitter earlier, you actually thought Carol was going to be the one to... uh, Yeah, but I didn't didn't know how they could do it because she'd been in a coma, you know, even if she woke up. And her waking up... You know, just in time to get wheeled out was kind of um, right. I I mean I'm I get the sense that they condensed a lot of stuff from the comic um, to get it into this half season. Um, so yeah, so um, Daryl in grief shoots Dawn, and it looks like for a second Rick and his people are going to shoot all the all of Dawn's people, and. I guess in a larger thematic sense, their whole, this battle of, like, humanity versus animal, you know, instinct and violence and shooting and killing and all that, you know, the humanity won out. Um, but it, it, it just, it see I mean, it's, I maybe I thought, you know, it's because half the season has been spent with them planning to rescue Beth. So the fact that they sh- killed her at the end, it almost makes it feel like the... You know, half this season has been, you know, sort of for nothing. Um, the other interesting thing uh, before before is that uh, they're offered a chance to stay there, which I can understand them not staying in the hospital with the people. But it seems like the city's been pretty cleared out of zombies. And, like, those high buildings seem like you could definitely, you know, they offer you know, a certain level of safety that going back to the woods doesn't. But 
I don't know. Yeah, but it's highly doubtful. I don't think the city is that cleared out at this point. I think there's still a lot of zombies, especially when you go into a building like that. And I can't see them, you know, staying with them at because well, no, you know, not staying with them, but maybe taking another building, you know, doing a a season in the city, so to speak, you know, like. Mm. But it looks like they're they're going back uh, out into the uh, out into the wilderness. So, but like they, you said um, before, like this uh, whole sequence isn't from the comics. Like I had no clue what was going on because this whole hospital. All this part is not a storyline that's in the comics. So, like you said, we knew somebody was going to go out by the end of this. And Beth has met, you know, her fate in the comics, but it had nothing to do with right. any of this. So, well, so after, so after they go their separate ways, and uh, the uh, everybody else shows up just in time to see Daryl walking out with um, Beth's body. And uh, uh, what's her face remembers that she had a sister, uh, Maggie. Yeah, when Maggie falls down, and it's definitely like a rough moment. Um, and they, I guess, you know, they sort of head out. Uh, we cut to, well, I guess it went to commercial, but the, the coda, so the episode was called Coda, and a coda is like a little thing that comes after the end. Um, sort of like Jason Voorhees, you know, his hand coming out of the water in the last, like, five seconds of the first Friday the 13th when you think, oh, you know, or, it's over. Or every Marvel movie. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Or in this case, I feel like the, um, you know, the whole episode was about that trade and the whole sequence with Beth and Dawn was the coda to that, to that, you know, um, you know, to the, to that whole story, you know. Anyway, um, the coda to the episode shows Lenny James Morgan who's been tracking them uh tracks them to the church and finds a map with Rick's name on it uh I'm assuming they'll meet up uh he'll meet up with our group in the next uh you know in this next half season Lenny James is really dope it was good to see him um he definitely uh you know makes a dope replacement for Beth if that's uh if that's how it's supposed to go <laughs> But we will miss Beth, and we will miss her singing voice. Emily Kinney, we knew you well. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like I said, it was one of those things that her death was so, like, out of the blue. And kind of like, what the fuck? That I didn't really feel it. You know, I wasn't really stressed about it or like, uh, best dad. You know, but then afterwards, when I sat there for a second, I was like, damn, they really built her character well, where it's like... That sucks, and the ending was so like uh, that. It, it's really kind of, you know. Sorry, Emily. You know, I felt like you deserve better. You know? Well, I I definitely agree. If they hadn't had the two or three episodes this season that focused on her, her death definitely wouldn't have meant as much. I mean, other than the one or two episodes she had with Daryl in a previous season, um. You know, yeah, but that's what separated. did it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, by the, we you saw know, a different I, side of her though when she was in the hospital, where she had to sort of grow up and and be, uh, you know, a solo operative. Yeah, but her episode with Daryl right. in the woods and the burning house, right. man, and all the moonshine. Know. Yeah, that that was a you know, yeah. Um, yeah. All yeah. right. So, uh, 
you know, that's it. That's it for The Walking Dead. I definitely, you know, I, I thought it was a well-directed episode. It probably wasn't my favorite episode of the season. Although it's definitely, you know, it's, it was it was a good episode um, for sure. Um, but yeah, I feel like the end, I mean, there was a shock and then a weird, you know, like, whoa. Um, so I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, overall, it was, you know, definitely been a good season so far. But I have to say the ending. Right. I don't know. I have to, I have to rewatch it. But right now, yeah. Yeah. Could you know? You know, could have been better. But you know, we'll be back with Walking Dead in February. Right. Until then, you know, we'll be catching up on some other shows on special delivery. Right. Marco Anything Polo else? is coming to Netflix in a couple in two weeks. Uh, they're billing it as their Game of Thrones. Mm, yeah, but it doesn't have dragons. It doesn't have dragons. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I'm missing a lot. Right. From... Yeah, well, anything else before we get out of here, Chico? No, I think uh, I think that about that about covers it. I think we got to come up with a new show to... Uh, to start covering, uh, you know, While the Walking Dead is on hiatus. But, um... Hey, well, there it is, right there. Let's ask the fan bros, anyone listening, you know, what you'll be covering until Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, you know, other shows return. Let us know. All right, so yeah, that's that's it. Uh, Peace and love, and uh, we'll probably be back next week. Rest in peace, Beth. Yeah. Rest Feels like we hardly knew you. It is. It is. We we did or we didn't. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good night, all. Set the controls for the heart of the sun. <laughs>